Welcome to Leasing Out Loud, the podcast that is your information source for all things commercial real estate. We are your hosts, Lorraine Spindler and Lori Suba, and we're commercial real estate brokers with Scout Real Estate. We're excited that you're here and hope that you'll join us each episode as we explore the ins and outs of Calgary's commercial real estate market. You're listening to episode 12 of Leasing Out Loud with your hosts, Lorraine Spindler and Lori Suba. Welcome back, everyone. Hi, everyone. Hi, Lorraine. So we had a good laugh before hitting record on this podcast. Lorraine <laughs> and I were strategizing, brainstorming titles for this podcast topic. This particular podcast is all about the search for office space or retail space or industrial space. And one of the ideas that we had was 2021, A Space Odyssey. (laughs) Throwback (laughs) to the movie 20 years ago. (laughs) Or perhaps even better, Lost in Space, because... Man, is there a lot of space in the market in Calgary right now. Oh, I think that that title is so fitting. And one of the things that inspired us to do this episode is phone calls we get. Yes. And when we conduct our own searches, it's just a reminder how many platforms are out there and how... It's almost night and day from the residential market that everybody knows. Completely different model. Yeah. Yeah. But before we start that, maybe let's just put some sort of scale around what we're talking about. Like when I say lost Mm. in space, I kind of mean it because when we talk about how much space is in the market right now, it's kind of mind boggling. I know Lorraine often, you know, it'll talk about it on a percentage basis, like 30% Mm. or a 9% vacant, hard to understand just in context what that means. But just to give some perspective, the office market in Calgary, the downtown office market The inventory is about 43 million square feet. So when we do the math, that's 13 million square feet of available space on the market downtown. Wow. Wow. Okay. What about suburban? The suburban inventory is around 26 million square feet. When we do the math on the vacancy, that spits out 5.8 million square feet, roughly almost 6 million square feet of available space in the suburban market. And add those two together because, you know, office users nowadays are really looking at both, are they not? They do. That boundary used to be hard and fast. It was, you know, Mm -hmm. we look downtown and downtown only. Now office occupiers look at a number of different locations. It's Mm -hmm. no more, are we just downtown? We now are considering suburban options as well. So that's just under 20 million square feet of office space to consider. That's a lot. And then if you look on the industrial side, Mm -hmm. the inventory on the industrial side, it's close to 140 million square feet of space in Calgary. Mm -hmm. When we work through the math in terms of the vacancy rate, it's around 12 million square feet of available options. Yeah. So lots. And you see the signs. I mean, Lorraine, when we drive around, there's four lease signs. It seems like everywhere. And for our listeners, we're talking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of options available. Now, when you get into narrowing down criteria with location and certain requirements that are different for each business, that certainly narrows it down. But on the surface, there's a lot of factors and a lot of information 
to try and get through. Right. And so you talked before, Larray, about how it's sort of night and day from the residential model. Because I know when I was looking for a house, and I'm sure Mm -hmm. you've done this in the past and our listeners have as well, where do you go? You go on realtor.ca and that's the MLS. And often, I don't know about you, I had a great residential real estate broker. However, I did most Mm -hmm. of the searching myself. I knew you could just click around, <laughs> exactly. see pictures, everything's yeah, everything. on there. And truthfully. then I, and then I called and I said, these are the houses that I wanted to look at. So yeah, I did a lot of the search on my own based on what I knew I was looking for and what I was interested yeah. in. And now if you put the commercial hat on, they do have it now a component that's on the MLS platform, but it's not widely used by commercial real estate professionals. No, no, it's not. No. And Lori, I want to jump in and put in a little fun fact for our listeners. Sure. Those that don't know this, for realtor.ca, it's interesting. It's this platform for marketing, mm-hmm. but realtors that are licensed actually pay an annual fee to have like a membership to even be able to access that and conduct searches. And then if they have their own listing that they're marketing, they pay a monthly charge, essentially, Mm -hmm. like a fee Mm -hmm. to go ahead and post it on there. So I just wanted to throw that because it's not widely known, I don't think, that there's actually fees involved with that. But the bonus of working with like a residential real estate agent is once a new listing is posted, Mm -hmm. only licensed realtors that our members can see that information for 48 hours oh. before it goes public. Interesting. I didn't realize yeah. that. So okay. Well, that's just a little fun fact. That is very cool. So let's talk a little bit about how the commercial model works. Very different. We don't very. go to MLS. Nope. A lot of the information, it's kind of like the Wild West commercial real estate, I like to think sometimes. It's like everyone manages their own information and tracks their information. Now, that was certainly the case over the last number of years. We're starting to see some entrants and they've, I guess they're not new entrants anymore because they've been around for a while, but you know, the co-stars, the space Mm -hmm. list, the loop nets of the world, yeah, have come on the scene and are a source of information in terms of tracking vacancies and availabilities. And they're a a spot where brokers can upload Mm -hmm. their vacancy and their information. So a little different. And it's not as straightforward. Like if you think of a house sale, when somebody buys a house and they move in, they want that sold sign gone. Like they don't want the sign sitting there (laughs) indefinitely or for the next year, right? Right. But in commercial both an actual physical sign in front of a property as well as listings. Yeah. Like yep. on these various platforms. Yeah. You can call them and verify the information. And it turns out that space is not available anymore, but someone is motivated to keep a listing up or a sign up to get some calls. Right. Right. Gotcha. To generate yep. some activity. So it's funny how you might see a sign, but it might not actually have anything available in that building. So it's difficult information to keep track of. Well, going back to our topic for today, lost in space, I can imagine as a tenant, if I put my Mm. business owner hat on for a minute and I was tasked with trying to find an option, it would be overwhelming. You basically are... I know we get sign calls like this, yes. you know, Larray, where we've got people that I know are doing this. So they're driving around and writing down numbers and names and information on their own and conducting mm-hmm. the search, or they're maybe using a co-star type platform or a space list type platform and trying to call each individual 
broker on the availability, that's more than a full-time job. That's a, yes. that's a lot of work because <laughs> we do it because we're tracking information all the time. And so yes. I know it's a lot of work to kind of get to the bottom of options. So I can't imagine a tenant on their own trying to take that on. Yes. You know, unless someone is doing some work on their behalf and doing a fulsome review of the market or using their network and their connections and their relationships, they're not getting the full picture. Right. And being able to kind of say, okay, forget that space. I need to focus on looking for something else that's more suitable for this reason. Or mm-hmm. there's so many nuances sure. yeah. in commercial real estate too, with zoning and city requirements. And so it can be a really overwhelming process. Yeah. So the other key difference, Lorraine, just thinking back to MLS, when you're shopping mm-hmm. for a home, you can see right on MLS what that asking price is for that home. That is right. not yeah. happening on CoStar, Spaceless, LoopNet. And I actually have had people quite frustrated. They say, why does it always just say market rent? It market. never says mm-hmm. the amount or it'll just have the additional rent or operating cost amount specified, but no clear number in terms of what the asking net rent is. And there's some reasons for that. I know from a brokerage perspective, There can be restrictions in terms of what we market or put out there on the landlord side. So some landlords do not want to be broadcasting where deals are landing. I know on the sublease side, if a sub-landlord reads through their lease, very often there will be language within the lease specifying that they are not to disclose the asking net rent and the marketing of their space. Right. So... It's restrictive. It is. And Lori, to your point, when you're marketing a space on behalf of a landlord, you don't want to put a number out there and have someone else immediately take it off a list and assume, oh, that's too expensive. We're not going to look at that one. Right. Assume they can't get a deal done. So market is a nice way to say, don't discount this option. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation yeah. first. And perhaps as well, Larray, just thinking through this as we're talking, mm-hmm. the other idea too, with leasing specifically, there's so many different levers on a deal. It's not just the net rent, right? Like there no. will be the build out associated with it. So if a landlord is doing a turnkey, there's a value there. There might yeah, be much a money free, are they spending? Yeah, there might be a free rent period or a cash allowance or a delayed start, a delayed commencement. So there's lots of different levers that go into a deal. And so sometimes a broker or a landlord, if they advertise just one lever, (laughs) it doesn't necessarily reflect the entire offering or the entire deal structure or what could be done. So you're right. It's sort of limiting in a way. You put on, call it $10 net, somebody immediately discounts it, but they may not realize that you're offering a fairly substantial tenant improvement allowance or turnkey package with that $10 or that you're offering a bunch of free rent. And the platforms themselves do not have the capability to spell all that out, even if you could. Right. Right. So what is a tenant to do, Larray? We're lost in space. There's, <laughs> we've, got, we've got just shy wow. of 20 million square feet of office space available. If you're a business owner, perhaps we're a bit biased, but I would lean towards hiring somebody versus trying to take that space search on myself as a business owner. Well, this is really where the value of our services comes in. Right. And 
in addition to conducting a space and often we have many clients. So there might be a building in particular that we recently were working on. Mm -hmm. We know right away if that is going to work or not work. Right. Right. And we can leverage that information to help out our clients. Right. I guess ultimately, Lorraine, brokers are in the business of tracking vacancy. That is their full-time job. And knowing what's available, where the deals are, how to structure the deal. And by engaging or hiring a broker to look on your behalf, you're basically benefiting from all of that knowledge and awareness of the market versus starting from scratch, right? Yes. The other benefit of having a broker working on your behalf and conducting that search. So there's the knowledge and information and experience from just doing this day to day full time mm-hmm. is the relationships. And it's our job. We know landlords, we know so many people in the industry and have really good connections and relationships. And sometimes you're looking for a really unique type of space because mm-hmm. How much spaces differ is is quite amazing. There's so many different uses. Mm-hmm. There's so many different ways that a building can be constructed. So sometimes you're looking for a really unique space and you call a landlord and inquire about a space in particular, but then a relationship kicks in where they say, this one I don't think is going to work, but right. I might have something coming up in like six, seven months, and you start chatting about other opportunities. So that's the kind of thing that just comes from time and relationships. Yeah, that's a great point. So I guess bottom line, Lorraine, hiring a broker to conduct a space search, it's going to save time and money, right? Yes. And I'll throw out maybe a bit of sanity (laughs) because it can be, (laughs) right? Nobody right now needs more things to think about or take onto their plate when it's not their core business. (laughs) That's so true, Lorraine. And you raise a good point because I've heard the frustration in people's voices when we return phone calls and they comment that, we're one of few that have called back. And I can imagine that would be mm-hmm. a pretty frustrating endeavor to try to take that on yourself. So yes, do consider when you're looking at space options, we would recommend that you engage a broker to help with your space search. There's a lot of reasons why it makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, And really, they're there to work for you to find the right option and leverage all of the relationships and data that they maintain and manage and knowledge that they have of the market to your benefit. Absolutely. And I suspect we're going to get some questions on this one because there are so many nuances, but I hope we provided some good information as a start for people to understand just how different it is and the value it is to have a professional working on your path. Absolutely. And do feel free to reach out to chat if you have any questions about this. You can always reach us at hello at scoutrealestate.ca. We'd love to hear from you. And do tune in next episode where we're going to talk about the latest and greatest in Calgary's commercial real estate market. Can't wait. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Have a great day, everyone. 